Hi, hi, for the it's me, Alan Smith. We have a book list stories of today's Prison Journal on Thursday, May the 5th, 2022. So, front page of the paper today is a disappearance of doctors blamed on NHS pressure. Uh, an Aberdeenshire GP surgery has blamed pressures within the NHS system for the loss of four doctors. Uh, staff at Kemney Medical Group uh, note a national GP shortage, um, but say the issue is felt particularly in the northeast. In a contribution to the Kemney Community Newsletter, uh, the practice contends the increased demand in doctors is completely outstripping capacity in the health service and says political promises of help from the NHS have failed to materialise. The surgery has been able to fill the post but says neighbouring practices have been left in a position where partnerships have had to hand back their contract to NHS Grampian. Uh, West Aberdeenshire and Concordant Tory MP Andrew Bowie said, uh, this is an extraordinary admission for GPs and staff who are doing their best to maintain local health services for the people. A Scottish Government spokesman said, we are committed to further increasing the number of GPs working in the Hale of Scotland by 800 uh, by 2027. <laughs> we have recruited over 2,400 healthcare experts through Scotland, including the North East, to support practices. So, well, I am... Um, maybe there are short of doctors, but again, like trying to see in, it's like... Um, you know, asking for a million pounds just about in the, like hen's teeth a doctor nowadays, but maybe that's the reason why they maybe are um, packed up and get about to do something else, but um, very, very hard to, to get to see in a can art. And um, if, uh, you know, if they're leaving, I suppose, like a little practice like Kemner and Vruri come to meet her, then I suppose it's maybe not the easiest place to recruit them for, but here's hoping they get them all fully staffed again. And um, you know, it's a four twenty twenty seven for Lord's sake. So maybe we did it for that time. I was looking the bright side. That's me. Now here is a story very close to my heart indeed, and um, it's a palm oil price rise may put butter's future in doubt, says bakery boss. So the cost of living crisis is about to hit Aberdeenshire in the butter's. Prices of the Northeast's favourite salty staple are set to increase after Indonesia banned exports of palm oil, a key ingredient. The shock move announced last week is expected to drive up the price of palm oil, along with other oils used in food processing. Experts say the butteret, uh, known by some as a rawi, that's a tunza, I think, um, I used to be a butteret to me, will be disproportionately affected by on a price hike because it contains more palm oil than other baked goods, but the situation could get worse. Oh my lord. Inverary baker J.J. Ross, one of the region's leading suppliers of butteries to supermarkets, has revealed it may stop producing butteries if costs become too prohibitive. No. Um, obviously, we're in the midst of a big issue at the moment, said J.J. Ross production director Cameron Ross, pointing to the Indonesian ban as well as the war in Ukraine that has stifled the production of sunflower oil in the country. He says it could be a little bit down the line that we are looking at what products we are making and still able to make. I would hope that the buttery is not one of the ones that need to be addressed, but there's no, so many things happening in the world, you just don't know what's going to be next. Mr Ross said his company has already raised prices by about 8% because of supply chain pressures and oil price rises. Since August, J.G. Ross's oil prices have increased by 60%. 
uh, and more baked goods price increases are in the pipeline amid unprecedented cost rises. J.J. Uh, Ross's suppliers have already raised their prices twice this year already, which production director Mr. Ross said was unheard of. Um, suppliers usually only increase prices once a year to cover costs. So, well, that is um, the bakery side of it. Um, but, uh, however, palm oil production is blamed by some environmental groups for the loss of old growth forests in Indonesia and Malaysia. The groups also say palm oil plantations destroy the habitats of endangered animals. Aberdeen food group Slow Food, which champions traditional methods of cooking, believes this damage should be enough to deter bakers for using palm oil um, in buttries, even despite the use of sustainable certified plantations. The group, which said 95% of buttries today used palm oil, wants a return to ingredients your granny would recognize. According to Slow Food, modern bakers use palm oil because it's cheap. There should be butter in it, and there should be lard, says Wendy Barry, a Slow Food member and author of a report that put butteries into the Global Arc of Taste project, which aims to safeguard foods of cultural significance. There absolutely should never be palm oil. But uh, Cameron Ross said, bakers no longer use lard because it's made for animal fats. He added, if you had a buttery that was very heavy in butter, it wouldn't taste as good as it is new. And if you're speaking about price, then the price would be probably twice what it is new, maybe three or four times. Um, so, there we have it. The buttery is in danger. And um, I feel a petition coming on. I think um, a letter from a local MP and to Rishi Sunak and to Boris to sort this buttery palaver out. Because we can't live without our butteries up here. No, no, no. In fact, I think I better empty the freezer and fill it to our butteries just in case. Let them. Um, chicken and beef it's in it'll be alright for a while outside the freezer save our butteries now here is a drunken uh, offshore worker for a train passenger has been fined um, so a drunken offshore worker punched a train passenger uh, in the face and demanded to know where his missing luggage was until his stunned victim pointed it out in a nearby seat so uh, the man had been drinking on the journey up to Aberdeen and wrongly thought that the man who had been sitting on a luggage rack, had taken his luggage. The 51-year-old uh, first offender threw the man across a table, tried to choke him and repeatedly punched him in the face. The terrifying attack only came to a halt when the man pointed to a nearby seat and said, Is that your bag? Uh, the money nodded and let uh, the money go. So Fiscal Deputy Carol uh, Bonavino told Aberdeen Sheriff Court CCTV on the train showed the accused behaving in a threatening violent and disorderly manner, assaulting a witness in an unprovoked attack, grabbing him by the throat and repeatedly punching him to the head and body. So, um, it says, uh, his, uh, his lawyer said he's, um, the accused money has abstained for alcohol since the incident and had also sought medical assistance and advice over his drinking. He added he was deeply sorry for his behaviour and felt shame about appearing in court over it. Uh, Sheriff Leslie Johnson fined the money £420. So, that is uh, a dear way to forget why you put your luggage in the first place. But um, certainly, when the drink is in, the wet is out. And um, just an unfortunate thing that that money was sitting close by. And uh, he thought he'd nicked his luggage. And he must have something awful important in it, surely. But um, anyway, um, beware on the trains if you see somebody looking for their luggage. I got some more top. Now here is um, an app 
that uses drones to take time travellers around Orkney's Neolithic past. So, um, visitors can take a digital tour to discover the stories that shaped Orkney thanks to a new app. More than 90 different stories are available on the web app designed to enrich exploration of Orkney's various heritage sites. It features interviews with archaeologists and drone footage of local Neolithic settlements like Scarabray that mark up the heart of the Neolithic Orkney UNESCO World Heritage Site. With the tour from Historic Environment Scotland, app users from anywhere in the world can enjoy a glimpse into some of the island's less accessible sites, such as the Traverso Tweak Chambered Cairn with the help of 3D digital models. They can also find out more about the, the Orkney Venus, a Neolithic figurine found on the site, which serves as the earliest known depiction of a human face. <clears throat> the guide can be downloaded and be used without mobile data or signal, handy for visiting more remote locations, <laughs> like Orkney itself, I suppose. Users will be able to discover the rich history of 35 historic Scotland sites across Orkney's 10 islands, from Neolithic houses and standing scenes to chambered burial cairns and military installations. So there's a picture on of the, uh, sorry, a picture of the Scarabray thing here, like is it seen for a drone and it's, um, you know, it's absolutely amazing to see all that kind of stuff. So yeah, anybody's interested in all that um, all stuff, um, be quite a good app to, to have, I suppose, and especially if you're going to visit Orkney, obviously, uh, to cairn that you're going to be looking at before you're getting or where you're looking to do it. So um, yeah, well done to them, very great use of technology. Certainly far, far beyond my capabilities, anyway. Now, uh, Annie and Ban joined Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So this is uh, the Eurythmics featuring Aberdeen's very own Annie Lennox have been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The band joined Eminem, Lionel Richie, Carly Simon, Duran Duran and Pat Benatar in being added to a list that also includes Dolly Parton, who initially resisted the honour. The recipients, voted on by more than a thousand artists, historians and music industry professionals, each had a profound impact on the sound of youth culture and helped change the course of rock and roll, said John Sykes, chairman of the Rock Hall. Well, he, he would say that, wouldn't he? Um, Parton had gone on social media to respectfully bow out of the process, saying she did not want to take votes away from the remaining nominees and had not earned the right. Um, the Rock and Hall, uh, Hall of Fame Foundation responded by saying ballots had already been sent and it was up to the voters to decide if she was elected. Uh, Parton later said she would accept an induction. Um, so she maybe thought she wasn't going to be voted in, but um, she was. Good old Dolly. Um, to be eligible, artists are required to have released their first record 25 years before induction. Um, so, well, that's a good honour for uh, uh, Annie Lennox here. And, uh, yeah, when they say they're my favourite band or really my cup of tea I suppose but there's uh, some bad songs and um, same as the rest of them but um, you know still a good honour to get and um, you know well done to her another tick in the box for um, Aberdeen folk being clever and um, very artistic then, then of course there is the other end of the spectrum like myself now just finish up with sport as normal and the back page of paper day is uh, no resting on laurels for dawns, says boss Goodwin. So, um, uh, uh, boss uh, Jim Goodwin has warned Aberdeen against thinking it is job done with their Premiership safety. The dawns have opened up an eight-point gap in St Johnson, who occupy the relegation playoff spot. 
with just three games remaining, the Dons look to be clear of any danger. However, Goodwin has issued a red alert to his side that you're not safe until you're mathematically safe. So, well, after the season I hit, they've had, I would think they shouldn't be resting on their laurels. So, um, they need to win every game in the play for Aberdeen. So, pull their socks up. And the other half of the back page is um, about the European Champions League semi-final last night. And that was Real Madrid beating uh, Manchester City. So, oh well. They are bad. Uh, but the most important thing is, uh, come on everybody. Now, that's me done for the announced. We book the stories out of today's paper on uh, Thursday, May the 5th. 2022. So um, thanks very much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, as always, if you rack your brains and think of somebody that, um, you know, uh, this matter far the by, the only way in the world, uh, between Aberdeen and Adelaide, or only way in a tween, if you think of somebody that might like to listen to the Doric Express, uh, mind and tell them there's absolutely hundreds and hundreds of back episodes to listen to. If they like catching up on all news, um, then let them care about the Doric Express. And if, um, you know, there are maybe by Aller or um, uh, up to using uh, the modern technology you can maybe run and show them how to get in about it and uh, find Faradoric Expresses every day and how to download it every day and subscribe to it every day and um, how to leave uh, fantastic reviews that would just be absolutely um, tip top so um, it's been a very mixed kind of day today in the Berkshire kind of half rain in in the just kind of dark and dank at the time, but it seems to be clearing up now, which is just as well because we're just about to set off till uh, North Berwick for a two or three days. So there'll be no more Doric Express until Monday, unless um, there's some news agent doing it with North Berwick. It has uh, one uh, copy of the PJ. So uh, in the meantime, thanks very much now. Cheers, Doodle. <laughs> Now this podcast was brought to you by Snockery Jocks Quality Bakes and while stocks last, get your free sample of short breed when you buy only a pack of oat cakes from Marshall's Firm Shop and Dossett Butchers in Kintour the Post Office in Kintour McLeish's in Inverurie and Green's in Inverurie so all these places are fully stocked with the free samples of short breed when you buy your Snockery Jocks oat cakes Delicious.